Asia Pacific currents. News and labor issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest、uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning, good morning, listeners, and welcome. Yes, to another、uh, show of、uh, Asia Pacific Currents, and、uh, yes, Giselle. Well, my name is Pierre Morrow, and I have to say、uh, we are interrupting your Sudoku,、um, Giselle. But you'll just have to concentrate <laughs> this、uh, show for the next thirty minutes. This show interrupts my Sudoku every Saturday morning. <laughs> good morning,、um, listeners. It is two minutes past nine o'clock. You're on Community Radio Three CR. You are listening to Asia Pacific Currents with Giselle and Pierre. We are taking you through to. Nine thirty this morning. That's right, and thanks、um, very much to Annie for Solidarity Breakfast for another interesting program. And、um, that music you were listening was from Eva Popo or Popu、uh, um, singing "Exit Door." It sounded a bit of a tragic one, but、uh, Giselle really liked it, so that's good.、Um, so, Giselle, who brings you Asia Pacific Currents <laughs>、yeah. every week?、Uh, Asia Pacific Currents is brought to you by Australia. <laughs> Australia, Asia. I was just thinking, were you humiliating me a moment ago, or what was I? What was the comment about whether I liked the song or not? Unbelievable! But, but the show is brought to you by Australia Asia Workerlinks. You can find us on the web or the w's dot a a w l dot org dot au. We're on Facebook and Twitter, so find us on those social media platforms. But you can also email us at a a w l at a a w l dot org dot au. And on today's program, obviously after the、um, normal roundup of news, labour news from the region, we have an interview from South Korea. That's right. I spoke with Mikyung Ryao yesterday. Mikyung is in. International officer of the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, and we spoke about the recent demonstrations for Jun Tae-il Day. For those of you who don't know, Jun Tae-il was a young student activist who self-immolated in 1970.、Uh, it was the, an event, an incident that sparked a massive, massive student and worker solidarity movement, and it has become a symbol of the Korean labor movement. So, on the anniversary of his birthday, which is、uh, in November. There is a mass mobilisation every year. It's on the second Sunday of November every year, and so this year, looking at、um, a, a number of struggles in the Korean movement, we spoke with Mikyung about what is happening in Korea. Um, I'm sure that's going to be a fascinating and very interesting、uh, interview because the labour movement、uh, in South Korea has, is certainly very active.、Um, great,、uh, that'll be around quarter past nine o'clock. But、uh, we'll go straight to our、uh, news roundup from the region, and for once we can actually give, start off start off with some good news, Giselle.、Uh, there's been two great wins、um, for workers in Australia. Now during、uh, this week, workers employed by the Unilever, a Unilever subsidiary, and、um, by the giant Woolworths supermarket chain, both registered significant wins. After staying on a picket line for a number of months, workers at Street Ice Cream, a subsidiary of the global food giant Unilever, defeated the company's attempts to cut wages by as much as forty-five percent. 
And the good spin-off is that we can go and eat uh, Magnum ice creams again. Um, and in a separate dispute, warehouse workers for the Woolwood supermarket chain won significant wage rises for no concessions after taking a vote to go on strike during the peak Christmas period. So well done. Uh, moving now to not quite a happy story, but uh, workers get crushed in uh, in India this week. Ravi, a 22-year-old factory worker at JK Thai factory in the city of Mysuru in southern India, was crushed to death. Ravi was at the end of his shift when, while loading raw materials, Zan got caught between two big rollers and he was dragged into them. While Ravi had been working in the factory for six years, he was still only employed as a casual day labourer. Many Indian workplaces are unsafe for workers and the increasing use of casualised workforce only serves to increase the risk to workers of accidents and injuries. Of course, the significance of Ravi only being a casual day labourer is that there is uh, no... Uh, compensation or anything that goes to his family who will no doubt have been relying on his income as the only source of income in that particular family. When I was in India last year or the year before, uh, we actually went out to the areas of the day labourers where actually every day workers stand out on the street with their tools strapped to them, selling their hands and selling their labour for the day. So from day to day, they never know if they've got work. That's right. That's uh that's uh, incredible, six years being a day labourer. Um, to another uh, sad uh, story um, coming closer to um, Australia, the, um, and this is uh, a news story that we brought you a number of times over the last few months. The, um, the workers, and it's about the Freeport McGregor Mine in West Papua. Now, uh, people got to understand that the workers employed by this uh, giant uh, mine uh, in West Papua, um, work and live in the highlands um, in very harsh conditions at around 4,000 metres of altitude. Now, following the initial dispute in May of this year, the company's response of firing 1,000 workers and uh, denied them healthcare benefits has now led to, a num- to widespread sufferings. The latest count is that um, at least seven workers have died in the last few months. Um, These are uh, laid-off workers have died as a direct result of the company denying them access to health care. So quite a tragic uh, um, story, that one. And and I think that it's a a question of the the power of the the companies to be able to... um, to, um, um, to affect workers' lives. Moving now to the situation in PNG with Australian asylum seekers. Late last week, the Papua New Guinea government carried out its threat to attack protesting refugees who had been left stranded on the closed-down Australian concentration camp on Manus Island. The refugees are protesting against the inhumane and repressive treatment they've been subjected to over the years. In the attack by PNG police, a number of people were injured. Some were arrested, including well-known Iranian journalist Behruz Bouchani. Protest actions by refugee activists have taken place all across Australia. We saw a series of them across the country yesterday. Um, 
Uh, and of course, we, Comrade Pierre, were at the demonstration in Melbourne last night that was brutally, brutally attacked by the police. It was intervened, a fascist intervened at the microphone, um, and protesters, activists, anti racists went to stop him. We got arrested and beaten. The, uh, the fascists were escorted out of the demonstration. Well, that's right. I, I think, um, I mean, all, all this, um, there's actually a lot of footage on social media people can see it, and that's the interesting thing. The intervention by the fascist on the platform was literally over in 10 seconds. They basically got bundled out very quickly, and it was actually then the massive intervention of the police that led to um, arrest and injuries on our side. And there's actually another um, refugee rally this Sunday, um, around half past twelve, I think. Can you? It, it's a it's a demo that's been called by Get Up, and it's coordinated right across the country. Uh, but the the details are actually quite sketchy. So if any listeners know the details of the Get Up rally on Sunday, that would be great. It was barely announced last night because we didn't know what was happening. Uh, but I think it's around lunchtime in in the city. So um, have a look for that. Um, we go to the next um, story where we remain in Australia. The well-known um, American far-right propagandist um, Marlo Yiannopoulos is about to start a speaking tour of Australia. Marlo is a mouthpiece for the far-right in the USA, targeting minorities, the labour movement and the left in general. Marlo is backed by major news outlets like uh, Breitbart, Breitbart and billionaires like Robert Mercer. His tour of Australian cities has received white coverage on mainstream media and now Marla has been invited to Parliament House as well. Anti-fascist groups are organising protests at his public engagements around um, Australia. And in Burma or Myanmar... Earlier this month, a directive from the Yangon Region Security and Border Affairs Minister ordered that all applications for public assemblies in the majority of uh, Yangon, Myanmar's largest city, be banned. Also this month, a human rights activist in the northern state of Kachin was charged with criminal defamation after distributing information detailing human rights abuses by the military. These events, in conjunction with the continuing ethnic cleansing of the Rohingya people and previous arrests of a number of journalists, are a stark reminder of the increasingly dangerous times the labour and human rights activists are facing in Myanmar. It's also important to remind people that the so-called um, leader and uh, shining beacon of democracy in Myanmar, um, Aung San Suu Kyi, is not at all what she is uh, purported to be and it's probably time we stop talking about her like uh, like a hero. Um, well, I actually think there's a number of organisations that have in the last year have actually been withdrawing all the awards that were bestowed on her, which I think uh, is really quite um, quite good. But then again, in terms of the Nobel Peace Prize, once uh, Heron Kissinger got it, it sort of uh, sullied that, that award, I think. Um, anyway, we'll keep going to our last uh, news item. I don't think you've got another one. I think I've got the last one. We go to Japan, where two separate labour issues highlight the pressures that workers are under from their employers. A number of labour activists have been uh, dismissed from their usual roles by the global logistic company Toll Limited for their organising against unpaid overtime that forces drivers to regularly work long hours. Now, in a separate uh, sector of the workforce, again, 
uh, in terms of overwork, a survey has found that close to 70% of junior high school teachers are working more than 60 hours a week, putting many of them under severe stress and in danger of karoshi, which is the Japanese word for dying from overwork. So that's quite a... um, uh, an un- unsettling um, news item. But we'll, that's the end of the news roundup. We'll go to a um, committee announcement and then we'll be back with the interview with uh, Mi Kyung from the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions. The Solidarity and Defence Fund is a democratically controlled fund that materially supports activists who are facing legal sanctions or other problems due to their stand against injustice and oppression. All contributors who pledge at least $5 a month can take part in collectively making decisions about how the fund is used. Your contributions support and grow movements for social justice and defend activists in the fight for a better world. For more information or to join, go to patreon.com forward slash solidarity defense fund. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash solidarity defense fund. A 3CR supporter. Come to me, lover, I've secrets to tell. Hi, we're Dash. And you're listening to 3CR Community Radio. Come to me sweetly, this love of great It's 14 minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents with Pierre and Giselle. Our interview this morning is with Mikyung Griao, who is the International Officer of the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions. We were discussing the recent mobilisations for Juntail Day on Sunday the 13th of November 2017. Uh, 13th of November, we hold a national uh, workers' rally national annual rally uh, to commemorating the Labour Matter Chantel and uh, to celebrate the birthday of the On that day, around uh, 600,000 uh, workers uh, gathered uh, in a Seoul square. And uh, yeah, the uh, main slogan uh, uh, that day was the uh, trade union rights for all workers. We understand that trade union rights are under much, much pressure in Korea um, for a significant mm-hmm. period of time under Park Geun-hee's uh, administration. There was mm-hmm. um, a big attack and people thought that under Moon Jae-in... Right maybe Moon Jae-in won't attack workers as much. Has that been the case? Yeah, many people are expecting uh, that Moon Jae-in, uh, the President Moon, uh, will take uh, some different route from the previous government. Uh, especially uh, the government uh, declared that they will build a nation that respects labour and that respects human rights. So uh many people are uh, expecting uh that uh, the trade union rights uh in korea will be uh improved uh sooner or later but uh we uh, see that so far uh, the government uh a lot of things uh, in, uh regarding uh employment uh, especially uh job creation for young people but they have never uh, 
propose any kinds of roadmap uh, to improve the trade union rights. So uh, the government doesn't have any uh, policy uh, to strengthen uh, the trade union uh, in general. So we are uh, very worried about this. And uh, the government, uh, the the only thing the government declare uh, regarding the trade union rights is uh, the government will ratify the ILO conventions 87 and 98 uh, on the freedom of association and right to organize and right uh, to collective bargaining. But uh, so far, there is no uh, concrete uh, uh, plan uh, suggested by the government to uh, do this. Especially, uh, we changed the government, but uh, in the parliament, the government party uh, is not the majority, and there are still uh, strong resistance from the conservative uh, political forces and the employers. Uh, so, uh, the government uh, should uh, take the initiative to uh, change uh, the atmosphere of the society, which uh, is currently anti-trade union uh, or, uh, in some cases, a union phobia society. So uh, the uh, concern of uh, trade union rights uh, comes from uh, this situation. So KCTU uh, launched a, a broad and a long-term campaign uh, for trade union rights for all workers, especially uh, there are uh, around 50% of the whole working population in Korea is precarious workers and they are not uh, guaranteed any fundamental labor rights and it's very difficult for them to exercise those rights. So uh, we are campaigning uh, to revise the law, uh, all the uh, legal protection and the fundamental trade union rights uh, should uh, be guaranteed for the all workers, especially uh, for the precarious workers. And we also um, uh, campaigning to raise the awareness uh, of the, the uh, function and value of the trade union rights in a democratic society. You mentioned the movement to change the government, the candlelight movement or candlelight revolution. Um, But in your Mm. uh, answer to my last question, you also mentioned uh, the efforts of unionists to transform um, South Korean society from a union-phobic society to a pro-union or union-embracing society. Do you think the candlelight revolution um, worked towards this objective or was it very much a social democratic kind of movement? Uh, The candlelight movement... uh, uh made it possible uh, for us to change change the president and uh, people learned uh, about uh, what uh, democracy is like uh, in a square and uh, but uh, the limitation is uh, uh, this uh, is not converted to a broader movement to uh, change the workplace or democratize uh, the uh, workplaces where we are working. So uh, the the democracy in the workplaces uh, is the the 
the major uh, concern of uh, the trade union. And uh, so far, uh, many people who joined the candlelight movement uh, are not uh, eager to join a trade union directly, but they uh, uh, have uh, some uh, uh, courage. They learn uh, some courage uh, from the, the uh, candlelight movement that uh, if we uh, act together, we can change. So uh, in uh, many uh, spaces, uh, they uh, start to speak about uh, the, the undemocratic uh, practice in their workplaces and uh, the exploitation they are facing. Uh, so we try to organize uh, this kind of uh, indignation and uh, some uh, kind of uh, anger uh, uh, on that situation and uh, organizing uh, our workers. Another one of the big demands of Juntail Day was calling for the release of comrade and union leader Han Sung Kyun. Um, can you tell us what's happening with his case at the moment? Yeah, uh, thanks to uh, the the strong international uh, international solidarity uh, for him, uh, have uh, asked to continue the campaign uh, for release uh, President Han. And at this moment, uh, the case, uh, the the judicial procedure uh, was over in July when the Supreme Court finalized the sentence uh, of three years imprisonment. Uh, So now he is uh, detaining, uh, imprisoned in Hwasong Correction Center. And we are calling for a special amnesty by the president, uh, which is the last resort for uh, his release. So uh, we are still uh, pushing the government. And uh, so far, there is no sign from the government to uh, take measure to uh, exercise his authority uh, to give a special amnesty for him. And recently, uh, the ILO uh, recommended to the Korean government to release him or uh, take any measure in uh, its power to release him. And uh, this is the second recommendation from the international organization. Uh, In May or April, the UN uh, Working Group on Arbitrary Detention also recommended uh, the government to release him because uh, the imprisonment against him is uh, arbitrary detention uh, 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 according to the human, uh, international human rights. So, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, many international uh, trade union organization is uh, doing uh, some kind of petition campaign uh, to put pressure on the Korean government uh, to uh, take any measure to, uh, to uh, grant uh, special amnesty before Christmas. And what do you think the chances are of um, Moon Jae-in exercising the special amnesty this side of Christmas? Uh, well, uh, we uh, don't have any concrete information, but uh, it seems uh, that the government is still uh, 
reading uh, the the conservative uh, political forces uh, contentious or uh, uh, the 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 response uh, from the employer side, because uh, now uh, the former president Park Geun-hye uh, is in jail, and uh, his her case is still pending on the uh, court, and Samsung CEO uh, is uh, in jail as well. Uh, for his uh, engagement in the corruption scandal. So uh, the conservative political forces and the, the employers or big, big businesses are still uh, looking for any chance to get them released. So uh, the the government uh, are considering how they can um, uh, maintain the, the high level of supporting rate for them. So, uh, but uh, our uh, uh, demand is very simple. They are criminal. They are uh, engaged in a, uh, the corruption and uh, the abuse of political power. But uh, the case of KCT President Han Sang-kyun is uh, not that one. He just organized a demonstration uh, with the same demand uh, which uh, the candlelight movement calling for. So it is a very uh, right time for the government to take a measure to give justice for uh, the victims of undemocratic uh, uh, ruling. Well, Mikyung, thank you so, so much for your time today. Obviously, the South Korean workers um, are very internationalist and often organise internationally. Um, as I've mentioned many times to our listeners, the workers of South Korea are in the fight of their lives for um, the uh, protection and safety and defence of the union movement there. What kind of international support do you need? Uh, first, uh we we will want to um uh the uh get uh president han uh release so we need uh some uh additional uh, pressure uh, from the international society uh to for his release before christmas and uh we also want to uh uh, uh, take uh, draw uh, careful attention uh, on the situation around uh, Korean Peninsula uh, um, in the uh, strengthen the peace in uh, this region. Three CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au.
It is 28 minutes past nine o'clock. Two in the closing minutes of the show, you were listening to Mick Young Riau, the International Officer of the Korean Conf- uh, Confederation of Trade Unions, um, speaking about the commemoration of Juntail Day and where the Korean labour movement is at at the moment. You can get more details about the campaign to release Han Sung Kyun from AAWL's website. That's all we've got time for on today's program. That's right. You need to mic up, my friend. Oh, that's the, the errors that one still makes um, after so many years on radio. That's right. We're coming to the end of our program. Just a very quick bit of news that I did forget to say that um, we brought uh, news over the last um, few weeks about an Iranian comrade, Mahmoud Saleh. He, w- he was uh, in prison, uh, arrested and jailed again, and he was in um, dire health conditions. We've just got news that he's actually been released in from prison, so that's fantastic after a, um, a very big international campaign, and we'll try and bring you more news in the following weeks. But that's really all that we've got um, for you today. We'll be back uh, with more news from the Asia-Pacific Labour Movement next week at 9 o'clock, so stay tuned um, to 3CR until then. But in the meantime... Um, have a great day and uh, Solidarity Breakfast will come up straight after this community announcement. Palestine remembered? What did I say? Solidarity Breakfast. Oh, two <coughs> mistakes in two minutes. I I'm think counting, it, Pierre. I think I'm it's, counting. it's time to go, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. It's Palestine remembered and that uh, will be back next week. Goodbye from me, Pierre. And me, Giselle. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.